morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome back to the Teachify English podcast, where we have so many short conversations about different topics, explaining some vocabulary, and I hope having a good time. I'm Lewis, and again, I'm joined by my colleague, a friend, and technically boss, but I, I normally leave that bit out. Hello, everybody. It's Mickey.、Uh, thank you for listening, guys. I hope everyone is okay.、Uh, I like the way Lewis says technically boss. It just goes to show our relationship, our working relationship we have. I'm glad you feel comfortable, Lewis. <laughs> yeah, maybe too comfortable. I'm not sure. <laughs> I am. Sitting on his sofa in his house right now. So if I'm feeling too comfortable, it might be that I am literally too comfortable right now. <laughs> Very good. So, Lewis, what's the plan for today? What are we doing? Well, I wasn't really sure what to speak about, to be honest. And then we were brainstorming a little bit. And we thought that it would be a fantastic idea to tell you guys a little bit about an event that we organized. Well, a two part event that we organized with some friends and some contacts that we would like to improve our relationship with. Yeah, so we did、uh, a business English masterclass last week,、uh, was the first part, and this week will be the second part.、Uh, and it was a fantastic turnout. We had a, ooh, a fantastic turnout. What do you mean, a fantastic turnout? Well, a turnout is like we had a good group of people. The、uh, expectations were met, the, the, the people arrived, the attendance was there. So we had a good turnout、mm-hmm. um, of clients, existing clients and non clients. And it was very interesting because it was the first time that actually we, we used three teachers in one class、uh, and to try and make the classes more dynamic and that we could all teach in a different way. And it was very interesting, yeah.、Mm-hmm. So, if there were three teachers who were there teaching and attending the masterclass, how did we do it? How did we kind of separate things and make things clear for the attendees? Yeah, but we used、uh, the platform Zoom, which we found very useful. We've been using it for a while now. And it was very interesting because of the fact that we could use the breakout rooms. So, we could put a teacher in a virtual room with A group of students and another teacher in a virtual room where we could all spend some time, reduce the group of students, teach them some English, and then we could join the class again with everybody to, to recap and feedback.、Mm-hmm. And that was an amazing feature that we made the most of because it gave us the opportunity to connect to a greater level with some of the people who participated in the event. Yeah, good. And it gave them the opportunity to speak a little bit more. And they had a little bit more of the spotlight. Yeah, they had a little bit of a personal touch to it. I'm actually very looking forward to the one this Friday again. I think it's,、uh, it's very nice. And I like the dynamics between the teachers who did it, which was yourself, Lewis,、uh, head of business English, Seville, and friend.、Mm-hmm. Comfortable friend sitting on my sofa. <laughs> so comfortable right now. And then we also had William,、uh, who's based in Madrid, who's also the head of business English in Madrid, who's not as comfortable because he's not on my sofa. Yeah, I, I wonder. Maybe he is sitting down and enjoying a cup of mango tea because that seems like it's his addiction. I was going to say a vice, but can we class mango tea as a vice? Oh, I don't know. A vice would be like Cadbury's chocolate, no? 
chocolate, alcohol, tobacco, you know, things that are generally considered to be bad for your health. Yeah. So I thought what we could do is, as we've got the people listening, and we hope you're enjoying the podcast, but we also think it's a good idea if we share with you some of the vocabulary, uh, some of the phrasal verbs, and some of the idioms that we looked at in the masterclass, because although it was for a personalized group of students, uh, it's beneficial for everybody. So I'm going to start you off, Lewis, um, mm-hmm. and I'm going to explain to you a situation and I would like you to give me the, the, the correct idiom or phrasal verb or vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Let's hope I don't mess it up. Let's oh. hope I don't make a mistake. Oh, Lewis, he's not looking so comfortable now. He looks a bit nervous. No, no, no. I'm, I'm feeling a little bit awkward right now <laughs> as well. I'm under the pressure. Okay, so for example, um, if you're working in a company uh, and you, ha- you start at point A and you have to get to point B... Mm-hmm. And there is a a work ethic. There is a way to get from one point to the next point. But you decide to do it slightly quicker, which means not necessarily doing it the correct way. So how would you say that in English? Hmm. I believe, I believe, I think that in English you would say that um, I was cutting corners. Perfect, yeah. So to cut corners. So basically to cut corners is to do something with less care to save either time or money. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is not good. To cut corners is not a good thing to do. Yeah, don't cut corners. Never cut corners. Very good. Um, let's go for a second one, number two, okay? So... Imagine if we are in a meeting mm-hmm. and you are selling me a service. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've, I've got a better idea. Mm-hmm. Imagine we're in a meeting, given that I'm so comfortable here, <laughs> and I'm saying, listen, Mickey, I, I would like, um, I'd like a pay rise. Okay. And um, I'd like you to pay me at least triple what I'm currently earning. Then we'd have a nice relaxing meeting <laughs> we'd maybe have a couple of drinks some cheese we'd laugh know. together we'd laugh hug cry in that situation lewis i would say that i am not on the same page as you um and that would not be possible i'm afraid sorry to let you down gently well you're, you're disappointing me you're letting me down i'm letting you down yeah and you said that we're not on the same page. That's right, yeah, not on the same page. What do you mean we're not on the same page? Well, if we're not on the same page, it basically means that we do not agree. We are not in agreement with each other. So Lewis wanting three times his million pound yearly salary, making it three million, uh, I would not be on the same page and that would not be happening. Uh-huh. So um, the reason I said this and I said triple... Uh, three times what I currently earn is because, you know, I don't want to give you an exact figure. We don't want to give our listeners all of this information. I just want, let's say, uh, a, I'll give you a ballpark figure. Ooh. I'll give you a ballpark figure. Uh-huh. Um, you said uh, a million. So let's, let's say a million. Why not? Um, if you could uh, raise my salary, increase my salary to a ballpark figure of a million euros per month. Per month. So, very interesting, Lewis. You just used another idiomatic expression, which is a ballpark figure. Mm -hmm. So a ballpark figure is basically, it's a rough numerical estimate. 
It's not exact. It's more or less. You're losing your voice. Excuse me, guys. My voice is going. Not going anywhere. It's just going. Uh, I I think I've got him under pressure now. It looks like he's not feeling very comfortable anymore. So there's one more of these expressions which I would like to explain. Is that at the beginning, I didn't waste any time. Okay. Yeah. I I got straight to the point, and I believe this is one of the expressions and the idioms which I've used on many occasions during the past twenty five episodes of this podcast.、Um, but an alternative way of saying "get to the point" or "get straight to the point" would be "cut to the chase." Yeah. Very good. Cut to the chase. It's a fantastic expression and very commonly used. So to cut to the chase. Cut the to the chase. Not the chase. He's not feeling very comfortable, is he? <laughs> Cut to the chase is、uh, is what Lewis just said. Is to be direct and be、uh, you know to get to the point very quickly. Exactly. And we started by saying that I was、uh, cutting corners, and then that we weren't on the same page. We also didn't see eye to eye. Yeah. And then we had a ballpark figure, and we had cut to the chase. So now that we've done a couple of these events, part one and part two is coming up for the masterclass. And、um, what for the future? Are we going to continue to do this, or is it just a one-off? Oh, a one-off! I would have to say that it is not a one-off because the feedback we've received has been very positive,、um, and I think we've enjoyed it. It's been a learning curve for us as teachers, and I think、uh, it's something we will continue to do in the future. We just need to keep going and keep being innovative, which is、uh, something we like to be at Teachify and to change the way that typical academies teach English. So this is a step in the right direction. I love it. I love it. I think this is a great way to、um, to end because you know sometimes we go on and on and on. We don't cut to the chase. We don't get straight to the point. But today that's not going to happen because. <clears throat> oh, I'm losing my voice as well. What a nightmare! What a disaster! <laughs> so let's finish before we lose both of our voices and we cannot speak with another joke. Of course. Very good. Is、uh, is the spotlight on me for this one, Lewis, or do you want to take the honors? You know what? I'd like to take the honors. Okay, take it. Take it to, away.、Uh, justify my、uh, triple pay. <laughs> so. Are you ready? You ready for the joke? Of course you are. So, what lights up a football stadium? What do you mean, light up a football stadium? What does that mean? So, the phrasal verb to light up is to illuminate, to make bright, or、mm-hmm. to make light.、Mm-hmm. And also, someone's personality could lighten up your day too. Ah,、uh, okay, yeah, okay, I know. Say, yeah. If you have a big, big smile, it could. Brighten up or lighten up your day. So let me go over that again. What lights up a football stadium? I don't know, Lewis. What lights up a football stadium? A football match. Oh, that is. Do you get it? A shocker. You know, I think that's quite a difficult one. So,、um, a match. A match could mean a couple of things. Mickey, could you explain the different meanings? Yeah, a match could be、uh, a football match, for example. It could be a game of football. So, for example, tonight, which is true. Uh, I'm going to watch a football match because、uh-huh. Tottenham, not Tottenham. Uh huh. Here we go again. <laughs> Tottenham are playing. 
who are we playing? We are playing West Ham. So tonight I'm going to watch a football match. But the alternative meaning is something we use to light a candle. You could use a lighter, but you could also use a match, which is like a, a wooden stick with a red end, and you strike it across the side to light the match, and therefore light the candle. So it's a double meaning. That was explained so beautifully. Yeah, you like that one? I, I did. I did. <laughs> so、um, let's finish there. I hope you really enjoyed this slightly different podcast, speaking about our recent masterclass, going over some difficult expressions, and finishing off with this wonderful, hilarious joke. Thank you, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. See you later. Bye bye.